We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update with the stories, stats, headlines, and rumors people are talking about to get you caught up on all things regarding the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Rotating guests with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, presented by DraftKings, begins now. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome in to today's episode of KCS and Update. I'm your host, Tucker Franklin, hanging out with Brett Coleman, as I seem to always be doing on KCS and Updates. Now I'm hanging out with Brett Coleman. I've really enjoyed it. He's here to talk some NFL schedule release, talk about the games we already know are happening, the games that we're soon going to learn what's going to be going on. Brett, how are you doing? Have you recovered from the draft yet? Uh, Little by little. We're, we're getting there. I'm now. I'm in dynasty fantasy draft season, which is always it goes to like the first week of June. So I'm cranking out a bunch of content for that. And then once we get to June, I get to relax and just make normal videos about cover two again. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Very exciting. I know that we've been in the content planning phase, uh, at least uh, with us at, at KC Sports. Now we're kind of gearing up for already for next year. Crazy because uh, it just doesn't stop. Got the NFL schedule release coming out. I believe that's 7 p.m. Uh, tonight on, on Thursday night. They're going to have a show for it. The NFL has made quite the spectacle of this, Brett. What are your thoughts on just like the release show and then just what what teams have done? Mina Kimes did a really good piece. I don't know if you if you saw it. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted it out. I saw it several different places just about how like social teams have really taken this to a whole other level. Uh, but what do you think about making such a big deal about the release of the schedule? It is extraordinarily secretive. And I say this as somebody, when I worked at NFL Network, you know, once upon a time, God, I think eight years ago was the last time I was there for a schedule release show. Um, Even back then, it was incredibly secretive. And everybody that was working on it, there was three people on the show who actually had the schedule leading up to, like, in terms of day of. They don't even get it till like, the day of, right? It's like the executive producer... um, the line producer and and the guy who just builds the graphics, right? Yeah. Those are the only three people that are allowed to know what's going on. And the day before the schedule release, there's, I think, 12 to 15 people in the entire NFL universe 
that know what's coming the following day. And, you know, it's like Roger Goodell all the way to like the president of NFL Network. It's very, very small group. And then at the network, 95% employees have no idea what's going on TV that night, right? It's just the people that are running the show and the people building the graphics. And then even talent is just like, they'll get the card like an hour before, <laughs> but even they don't know what's coming. And so it's funny how like all these schedule leaks and everything that happened, like most of them are real. Right. Because even people that work in the league don't know what it is. So it's it's very uh, it's very entertaining day full of tons of misinformation. And I can't wait to see what Twitter looks like. Do you remember a couple of years ago? It might have been last year or the year before. I can't remember. It was fairly recently. A, a Twitter account popped up and it was NFL schedule leaks as there always is. And the dude was just making stuff up and at the end of like the schedule release he was like yeah i made everything up and you guys believe me and amassed like tens of thousands of twitter followers just because he was making everything up he was like this was really a social experiment more than anything because people are just fiends for nfl content the nfl is geared it in such a way where like they want football content now so this guy just made a twitter account and started making everything up and it's so funny how like the schedule release is one of the major events on the sports calendar every year it's not even a game it's not a draft like it's a schedule release and espn like shuts down for a day right like that's that's the stranglehold of this sport has on america that just people will take a day off work so that they can make travel plans like that's yeah that's what we're talking about here it's awesome and in the nfl as we saw you know, we're recording this wednesday night as we saw today on Wednesday, the NFL started doing their own leaks, right? They're announcing games before they announce the whole schedule. They're not, yeah. they're going to announce the big ones before they announce some other ones. Uh, but before we get into like what the NFL fully announced, I do want to to kind of get your idea, your thoughts on the draft. Uh, since, you know, last time we had John was before the draft, we kind of talked a lot of positions in rounds one and two. I want to, I want to know uh, your thoughts on what the Chiefs did, because I think when we left off, we said, you know, they got to take a wide receiver. They got to take an edge, and they got to take a tackle in the first three rounds, and they did that. Maybe it wasn't the, the three guys that we had talked about, but they they certainly did that. What were your thoughts overall in the Chiefs draft class? Uh, I I guess overall I liked it. Um, it I felt like a couple of the picks were again according to my evaluations, right? Like I could right. be dead wrong on this. I'm not saying that yes. I'm a better scout than Beach, right? I'm just saying according to my evaluations from all the tape study I did. Um, there were a couple picks that I definitely disagreed with, you know, like right, right neighborhood, wrong house, right position, maybe wrong guy. Yeah. Um, first of all, the Felix pick in round one, loved it. He's awesome. And I think that he has potential to be a better pass rusher immediately than even George Karloftis. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that he's exactly what they needed, which is an edge that can actually bend and, and, and sink his hips and, and do all the, the bendy, speedy stuff that we're just not used to Steve Spagnuolo Edge is doing. I think he's a perfect complement to what they have right now. So I love that pick. It was perfect. Plus, he's a local kid, a bunch of K-State fans. All run. Already are obsessed, right? Yeah. Um, The the pick that I disagreed with, though, was, was Rasheed Rice. Like, out of all the receivers that were on the board, uh, that was the one I was like, yeah. really? <laughs> you know, like, this guy who's who in terms of contested catch percentage it's like in the 20s you know it's less than half of what you hope for a typical you know potential number one receiver in the nfl is like 55 percent. he was at like 28 i think it was something like that um did not get consistent separation at all and i know he was playing through an injury but even when he was healthy and you go back and you watch the games where he was healthy i still just didn't see any sort of twitch any sort of explosiveness 
any sort of just ability to get open. Yeah. And I, I really do just, I wonder what they saw. That's what I want to know is I, I want to know why I'm wrong right. about this. I want to know what I missed because I did not value him in the second round whatsoever. And hopefully, again, hopefully he proves me wrong. Hopefully he's awesome. Correct. Um, and, you know, playing in the Chiefs offense, he's probably going to be productive. I just want to know what I missed. I, I really don't know. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because we talked about this a lot on, on the draft show and, and all of our live streams and everything afterwards. Uh, they they seemed to hide Rasheed Rice when they were talking about all those workouts. Isaiah Flowers was down at the workout. Quentin Johnson was down there. Rishi Rice was at all of them. Nobody talked about Rishi Rice, so, uh, which I think is funny now. I, I've slipped up on his name a few times because they now have Richie James and Rishi Rice. And oh, like, that's going to mess you up. When I... I started going after on our post draft show that we that BJ and I were doing, and I started and I said Rasheed James, and I was like, that that's not good. Um, so one of those guys hopefully doesn't make the roster, so I guess so it's for me for my personal benefit. Uh, but no, I I I'm with you there, and I do think it's funny. I was looking at all of these metrics about like reach, like oh, like Brett. That people are calling Brett Beach Brett Reach now. I don't know if you've seen that on Twitter, Brett. Um. But like it's hey, hey man, I mean, shoe might fit a little well there. <laughs> it's funny though because I look at it and I and I think kind of the same thing that you were saying. Like based on my evaluations, I think that like this is a bit of a reach. But like all of the reach as statistics are like from people, from other people's opinions, right? So it's like uh, based on based on other people's opinions, we think that he they didn't get a good value there for. But look, uh, when you look at the charts and stuff, Joseph Hefner wrote a really good article on our Substack. If you go uh, to kcsn.substack.com, you can subscribe. $30 a year, $5 a month. A steal, if you ask me. You're getting over 400 articles for that. Um, and you can get all the premium content that Joseph Hefner does. He ran the numbers for it and just compared it to a bunch of different boards in, in the reaching in, in that whole uh, coined term of, of Brett Reach and what he's uh, been able to do in the draft. But Brett... Let's shift our focus from the draft because we're moving on. It's a new year. It's a new season now at this point. Let's talk about the schedule, the big first bit of news that came out. Uh, this was very early. I think I think they did it pretty early for the German crowd, right? Uh, we, we knew that the Chiefs were going to have a game in Germany and Frankfurt. That's where they're going to be. They're going to be playing in the uh, the same stadium as in right Frankfurt. I, don't, I did not say that right, so I apologize to any German people. Uh, listening to the show, but they'll be playing the Dolphins in Week Nine. Brett, what was your first reaction when you heard the Dolphins were going to be going to uh, Germany to play the Chiefs? I'm a little upset that we're not getting Tyreek's return in Kansas City in prime time. But at the same time, I understand, you know, maybe why the Chiefs, if they had to sacrifice any of any any of the good games, right? Because the NFL doesn't want to send a garbage game overseas; like they want it to be sure. a good game. Um, and I think Chicago would have been a good game, and, and well, Chicago will be a good game, but I think it, from a revenue perspective, I think they'll make more money off of Bears fans coming down than they would off of Dolphins fans. So I, yeah. I, I get it from a revenue perspective. Selfishly, though, as a fan who craves narrative and drama, uh, I really want to see Tyreek's return to Arrowhead, uh, and I'm a little upset we're not getting that. I have too. I'd put out a power rankings tweet of just like potential week one. Now this was talking about like teams I wanted to see in Kansas City on Thursday Night Football week one. Who you want to drop the banner on the head of? And I had Dolphins as like the team that I wanted to see in there. Imagine week one, you get the return of Tyreek 
you get uh, the drop in the banner week one right there. That would be fun. I think I had Chargers up there too because, again, that's a divisional team, a, a team that is picked always in front of the Chiefs to get there. But I was surprised by the Dolphins too because there was a report. I can't remember if it was Peter King or Mike Florio. They're the same person at this point. Uh, they, that's not fair to Peter King. I'm sorry, Peter. Um, there was a report that came out about the, the Chiefs blocking the Bears game. And you kind of alluded to it as that you think that they'd make a little bit more money from the Bears fans coming down. I, that's an aspect of that I did not think of. I was thinking, oh, Bears, Chiefs, and it seemed like a lot of people kind of expected that to kind of be a lock. I believe it was reported by even a German source, a German news outlet, that the Bears and the Chiefs are going to play in Kansas City. Um, but I think it's really interesting that to keep the Bears in Kansas City when to keep the Bears in Kansas City as opposed to playing them in Germany. And even so, I don't, do you know off the top of your head, can they only protect one of those games? Or is it? I think it's only one. I think you can protect one, right? Okay. Um, but the league, but they knew the league wasn't putting the Buffalo or, or Bengals games in. Right. Those countries, are right. So they don't have to protect those because NBC would throw a fit <laughs> if those were put in Germany. <laughs> There's no yeah. way. That said, um, you mentioned the, the drop in the banner point. Yeah. I, just because I'm a fan of football that is fueled by hatred, I want to see him drop the banner on the Eagles. Ugh. I just, I, I just, and I know Chiefs fans don't want to see that because they're going to see like the unholy manifestation of rage that is Jalen Hurts with a banner dropped on him. But God, that would be good TV. It would be so good. It would Imagine be. the hatred from Darius Slay just watching oh. it all. Oh my God. Has that ever happened before? Have they ever done a Super Bowl uh, match the first game of the season? I think it was 10 years ago. Raven, no. Was it Ravens Niners? No, it was uh, Broncos. Ravens, week mm. one. I think uh, that was the year that it was an AFC championship rematch, I think, week one. Um, and it was like a contentious AFC championship or something like that. And then, oh no, you know what? I know what I'm thinking of. That was when the Broncos won, but then they had to reschedule it, and they had to they had to they had the the Thursday season opener on the road in Baltimore. You remember that? I don't remember that because there was like a scheduling conflict in uh, in Denver, and they had to like did they schedule Beyonce? Oh no, that was that was the Ravens. They were on the road in Denver week one. That's right. Um, because there was, you know how the Orioles, they like share a parking yes. lot or whatever. Yes. And the Orioles had a home game and they wouldn't move it. <laughs> and so the Ravens had to play after in 2013, after they won the Super Bowl in 2012, I think it was when Joe Flacco went on that crazy run, right? They had to do the season opener on the road as the Super Bowl champion. That's what it was. That's what I was trying to remember. I was like, that's the kind of last funky one I remember. That would be that would be brutal for the Chiefs. I think the Royals would uh, would oblige. I'd like to I think, think so, so too. I, I think I think Mahomes would make a call. <laughs> he is actually he is part owner, so he, <laughs> no, that's he, can, what I'm he can call his shot there. No, we, uh, we were talking a lot about schedule leaks too. You know, prior to the podcast and even at the top of the show about how nobody really knows what's going on. Donna Kelsey hopped on her Facebook. A screenshot was going around. I think that Jason tweeted at Adam Schefter about it about how the Chiefs were going to play the Bears in Germany, and then the Chiefs and Eagles are week two. Um, I pointed out Beyonce's coming to Kansas City week Monday of week two, I guess it would be. Uh, the September 18th, I believe it is. I'll be in attendance of Beyonce. Uh, it's going to be interesting how they maneuver that, because I also think the Royals have a home 
game that day. So you would suspect that altogether... Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's either off the table. That week's either off the table for a home game or they're, they're going to move the Royals and play because they're not going to do two Thursday nights. But we'll get into that a little bit more uh, after we get a quick break. We're going to talk a little bit more Germany because I think Germany is a really interesting location for the Chiefs and just football in general as a whole, what they got going on over there and just kind of the expansion of the league, trying to expand the game out into these new places so we'll get to that we'll talk about the big matchup that was announced the Chiefs the Bengals people wanted it I say people the players of the Cincinnati Bengals wanted it week one but we're getting it and the very last week of the season will it even matter will the Chiefs have to rest their starters then we'll have to find out we'll get more right after thanks for listening to KC Sports Network make sure you download our new app find it on the App Store or Google Play just search KC Sports Network We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. Welcome back into KCS and Update. I'm Tucker Franklin. Hanging out here with Brett Coleman, talking some NFL schedule release and some of the uh, leaks, rumors, just kind of just kind of talking about everything. But big thing, NFL schedule release. Brett, I want to get your thoughts uh, on the Germany series that, that they're doing over in the NFL. I think it's something really cool that they did. I think Munich last year they had a good game in. Uh, Chiefs are playing in Frankfurt this year. I think they've got two games in Germany uh, this year, and they're going. The Chiefs already have rights to another game next year in Germany. So it seems like the Chiefs have a large footprint in Germany. They're trying to expand it. What are your thoughts on the league's kind of expansion into other territories like this? If I recall correctly, Germany, because each team has like, uh, or each international like area has like a NFL team that's like assigned to it, right? And I'm pretty sure the Chiefs yeah. are assigned to Germany. So that's. That is their international market. So I'm not saying that it's going to be like the Jags where they play a game in Germany every single year because I don't think that they want to give up that many home games at Arrowhead. But right. I, I do think that there will be frequent representation in Germany from the Chiefs, whether it's them hosting or them on the road, um, quote unquote, on the road. Right. 
And I think the NFL, anytime they can send the face of American sports overseas uh, to to generate even more interest in a very hot market that loves American football as it is, they're going to do it, right? And I think they learned their lesson uh, to a degree from Jacksonville, which is like, yeah, England loves American football. It's a ravenous market and everything like that. It probably would have grown faster if the team that we sent over every year wasn't the mid-2010s Jags, right? If if we sent over the Tom Brady Patriots every year, it probably would have grown even more. So uh, I think uh, I think the Chiefs will be going over a lot, and yeah. this is not going to be the last chance to go see Mahomes in Frankfurt. It's really interesting, too, because the Chiefs have played in Mexico City before. They did have a London game. I, believe, I can't remember what year it was. Is it very, Mexico? I thought they moved that game to L.A. They did or was, it, there, they, or was there another they one? They moved the Ram game, the Rams one to to L.A., but they had played, I believe, either the year prior or the year after in Mexico City. Gotcha. Um, so they have played one game at uh, Stadio Azteca is where it is in Mexico yeah. City, um, which I think it was Shakira, and she just tore up the turf is what happened, and they had to move it to the Coliseum. It's also a lot harder to play there because the altitude, right? Like, if Probably, I, yes. I wouldn't want to play in Mexico City if I was a player because I'd just be huffing and puffing the entire time. They just played a baseball series. I don't know if it's a football show, but they just played a baseball series in Mexico City, and they were. I saw a graphic comparing the altitude to like you think that like Colorado's a high altitude. <laughs> this is like twice the altitude of where Colorado. Dingers going like six hundred fifty feet. <laughs> yeah, there were so many home runs in that game. In those in those three games that were played, it was unreal. But like. Again, if you're going to grow the sport of baseball, I don't think you really have to try that hard in Mexico. Like to put Fernando Tatis down there and probably a good idea to have him in high altitude. But no, it's really interesting just to kind of the expansion of the game. And, and right. I mean, putting Patrick Mahomes in front of a bunch of faces are going to be more than just German people there because they can obviously travel to countries a lot easier than Americans can with just the close proximity of everything. Uh, Brett, are, are you going to go? Are you going to go to Germany? So I really wanted to go to the Germany games last year, but it's it's extremely hard to get tickets. Mm. Like there's like a no botting policy in the EU, but apparently people just ignore that. And so bots bought them all up instantly and marked up the prices by like 500%. It, it was yeah. exorbitantly expensive. Wow. So, you know, if I go, I, I would be like trying to talk to the NFL. It's like, hey, can we do like a little bit of a, I have an idea, guys. Press pass thing, you know here. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I can I can at least go to the England games because those are a little bit more accessible by comparison. But yeah. for now, just because like Germany has so many American football fans, like the the wait list for uh, the game last year was five hundred thousand people. Oh yeah, and it's gonna be even more this year. And I, I'd be willing to bet there's gonna be seven hundred fifty to eight hundred thousand people on that wait list. So. I fully expect to not be able to get tickets the normal way. I'm going to have to try to just weasel my way in as press. I think it'd just be fun. I, like, I, it'd be cool to go to the game, right? It would be super cool. would be just super cool to, like, go be in a German bar full of Chiefs fans. Like, that would just be kind of, like, a very weird but very super cool experience. Also, uh, well, what's what's the date? It, it doesn't cross over with Oktoberfest at all, does it? Uh, November 5th. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. They're probably doing that on purpose. <laughs> so that it's not football and Oktoberfest at the same time. That's a little bit too dangerous. But if you go for Oktoberfest and then just stay. <laughs> You're staying a while at that point. Um, but no, I I, I do think we, we already talked about, you know, the Dolphins going over there. That's a good storyline to have in Germany. Like, that's going to be a good game, too. 
uh, barring the health of Tua. Obviously, that's a week nine game, so who knows at that point. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum's least durable quarterback. Uh, so we'll we'll see how did they do rankings. Mike Tannenbaum did like a whole thread about like quarterback. It was very weird. I'll send it to you on Twitter if you haven't seen it already. Um, and I responded. Right I did a, a thread of quarterbacks as planets. Um, is what I remember. <laughs> uh, some of my best work, honestly. <laughs> Jared Lorenzen is Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, current quarterbacks. We had some good ones for past quarterbacks. We had a, we had we narrowed it down to to uh, current quarterbacks. But let's talk about the big news uh, that came out on on Wednesday. That's the Chiefs and the Bengals game. The Chief, the NFL decided they were going to leak their own schedule and, and do like select games. The like the Black Friday game too. Uh, I'm curious to, to your thoughts on that. We'll probably talk to talk about it after we get to this Chiefs Bengals game being played on Week 17. I think that's the right move from the NFL. I always contended, even when all those clips were coming out from the Bengals locker room of uh, was it Mike Hilton? I think Orlando Brown Jr. said something about it too. Like we want we want him week one. Like guys, that's not going to happen. The NFL's not going to do that. Um, so, what are your thoughts on the NFL putting it as the last game of the season? I think they are fully aware that that will probably decide AFC seeding in one way or another. You know, whether they're both going to have a shot at, at the first seed, which they probably will, or if that's going to determine who's the two, who's the three, who's the four, that game's going to affect something. Right. And if it's, if all hell breaks loose, right, and somebody gets hurt, knock on wood, and that game won't affect anything, they'll just flex it out anyway. So it, it, the thought of that, of the, you know, the league blowing their load that early and putting Mahomes Burrow week one, no, they're not. No, they're saving that for December for maximum drama. Absolutely. And if these guys are trying to ride a soap opera at this point, basically, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a perfect way to just end it, right? These two teams hate each other. The fan bases hate each other. The players are obviously not very keen of each other. The social media departments of both teams taking shots at each other. So it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a rivalry. I mean, even though they're not in the same division, it's a, I'd, I'd go out and say it's a rivalry. Yeah, there's like a, a a Mexican standoff right now between Buffalo, Cincy, and KC, and they're all just kind of looking at each other, right? And Baltimore's like, we matter too, and you know, that's how, that's how the AFC is right now. Then Justin Herbert comes up, and then show, then he kind of disappears later on. And sorry, well, that's the thing, not just Herbert. The, the Chargers, I swear to God, the Chargers could beat any of those teams. Hundred percent. They if can. All 22 of their guys are on the field. <laughs> and and I work for the Chargers. It pains me to say that. If they just could stay fucking healthy. If they could just one year stay healthy, they would they would do it. I really believe that. But I've, you know, I'm yeah. in my early 30s in Southern California. I've never seen the Chargers stay healthy my entire life. You probably can't uh touch this subject that I'm about to talk about because of your employment. But have they have they done anything with the team doctor there? Has it been the same team doctor for like a while? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they uh they changed uh, uh they changed a while ago. Um the thing is that like it's just freak stuff. Like I I yeah I really think the Chargers could have beat the Chiefs last year. But like a freak oh, for sure, you know, torn bicep from Rashawn Slater and, and Keenan was banged up and Mike had the, the ankle and foot. Justin Herbert was playing with jello ribs. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it, you know, Joey was hurt. Khalil was hurt. <laughs> like, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And they were still in the playoffs. And they very easily could have won that playoff game Shut if up, Michael yeah. Davis didn't get hurt. That was oddly the linchpin of the defense that they couldn't afford to lose. I swear to God, Tucker, if if the Chargers and the Chiefs play each other in the first four weeks and they're healthy, they weren't even healthy in week two last year when they played. <laughs> right. the, no, that's right. they play in like September and they're healthy, whether it's Arrowhead or LA, the Chargers will win. They will. Now, if they play again in November, who knows if they're healthy? <laughs> but if they just get them early, they can prove they can do it. Well, here's my thought process with that. We've seen the Chiefs and Chargers be an early game, oh, seemingly since Mahomes and Herbert became what they are. So is it a thought that it could be week one? I know you, you already said that you want to see the Eagles. I think the Eagles will be a good story. That'd be good for drama. But week one, that's a pretty that's going to be a pretty good matchup for uh, for a week it's, one. It's elite quarterback matchups, right? Yeah. And that's the, that's what the league cares about is just firework shows. And fair, you know, the Chiefs are always going to put on a firework show, but they want to put a team that's going to at least hit them back. And the Chargers, for all their their misfortune, they always hit the Chiefs back pretty well. Doesn't mean they always win the game, but yeah. they go blow for blow. Uh, and and I think that's what the league wants, is they want a team that can actually go blow for blow with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have some interesting opponents. Um, their home their home schedule, you know, we were talking about this before you hopped on. You know, you say when you want to come back to Kansas City, great games to to catch a for, to catch a Chiefs game in Arrowhead. There will be some great atmospheres out there. But even their away games, uh, I think, are, are some good ones as well. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about those. We're going to take another break. I know. Got to take another break. Then when we get back, we'll talk about some of the matchups that you are looking forward to uh, the rest of the season. Air Brett. You're listening to KC Sports Network. We'll be right back after this. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. Thanks for hanging us, hanging out with us here at KCSN Update. I'm Tucker Franklin. I'm hanging out with Brett Coleman. We're talking NFL schedule release. Uh, now, Brett, this podcast will be old in like, what, seven hours or so, 12 hours. So uh, let's just unload the clip right now. Let's get all the takes out there that we want to do. You look at some of the uh, the, the matchups the Chiefs have. Obviously, Bills at home. Uh, Bengals, you said, week 17. Bears, Lions, Eagles. Then they obviously have the Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers that they'll have at home. Which ones of those teams... If you're wanting to come to Kansas City and you're looking down and you're sitting down and you're saying, okay, I think this one is, is the one I'm going to go to. I probably would go with, with the Bengals game just because of the vitriol, yeah, right? And and the passion and the hatred and the fact that like these two teams can't stand each other and neither can the fans. Yeah. So from that perspective, I, I'd probably choose that one. Um, again, the Chargers game I think would be amazing just because it's two great quarterbacks going at it. Um, 
I don't I don't know about Buffalo, man. I get weird vibes. Yeah. No, it's it's I get real weird vibes. It's definitely weird. And and I was having a conversation with actually my girlfriend Tara about this before uh when we were driving around. I was saying, you know, the Bills seem like they always beat the Chiefs in the regular season. And especially when, you know, it's at Arrowhead. I think the last couple of times they beat the Chiefs in the regular season. The one time the Chiefs beat the Bills in the regular season, it was in Buffalo in a very weird, like, snow game that the Chiefs oddly ran all over them, and it was one of those things where it was like, wait a second, Clyde Edwards had how many yards? Um, it was one of those situations. But, like, the I, I do get weird vibes around just that Bills. It's, it's going to be a good game, right? Like, they always play a good game, but it's always a weird game. And I just, I feel like, uh, I feel like now, just looking at the Bills roster and like the age of certain guys and the mm. depth of certain positions I just I feel like they don't match up with what I think the Chiefs are now which is a team that that will play ball control offense and they will yeah. run the ball and, and Buffalo struggles to stop the run whenever they don't have Daquan Jones in the lineup which is odd that their entire defense is based around the health of Daquan Jones but it is um, and I just I, I think that the Chiefs are just a more more versatile team than Buffalo is right now. And while, yes, Josh Allen can go off and be a superhero and carry them to victory all by himself uh, with a side dish of Stephon Diggs, I just think the Chiefs have more ways to beat the Bills than the Bills have to beat the Chiefs right now. Mm. And I think that the only teams that can really match, um, you know, versatility for versatility in the AFC are, are honestly the Bengals and the Chargers. And maybe the Jags? Maybe, yeah. Like they're kind of sneaky there. I think uh, I'd love to see what that offense looks like with a, a Calvin Ridley coming back. But I don't know. I just feel based on matchups, I I kind of feel like the the Bengals are the bigger threat for sure. And I think that I mean I think going into last year, uh, me personally, I, I I wasn't a big believer in like what the Bengals did. I was like, ah, oh, th- those guys got lucky, right? You know, I was like, ah, oh, that. They caught the Chiefs on a bad day a couple times, right? Like it was weird that those both of the games they lost to the Bengals followed the same script, and then they basically wait when they lost in the third time, it also kind of followed the same script. You're like, okay, hang on, hang on a second, what's going on? Oh, we have an actual problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's 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 something going on. Uh, but I think you know getting the figurative monkey off their back, beating them in the AFC Championship game does help that a little bit. Um. Listen, Bengals fans are not going to let uh, Chiefs fans forget, as no matter how many times they post a picture of Patrick Mahomes holding a Lombardi trophy, holding two Lombardi trophies, they're always going to be in the comments saying one and three versus Burrow. They're always going to say that, um, which is great. Importantly, one and three against Eli Apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not back. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, he didn't get re-signed, right? I don't think so. I think he's still there. Hold on, let me look. Oh, you gotta, you gotta check that out. I don't. I, I thought they had a, like a secondary overhaul. I know that uh, they had a couple of their guys leave, but back uh, in the... oh yeah, you're right. This is Shelby Wizia and Cam Taylor Britt are the starting core. I don't know where Eli Apple is now. Actually, he, yeah, XFL, <laughs> USFL. Um, had to play some fall league. Um, that's it. Interesting. I'm yeah, he's I, he's a current free agent right now. Interesting. Chiefs will sign him because the because uh, the Bengals signed um, Chris Lamonts. Uh, they remember they snatched off the practice squad before the AFC Championship game, so they couldn't re-sign him. <laughs> <laughs> I can make him. Um, but not cool. 
but that just shows you again the rivalry between these two teams. It goes so much deeper than just like on the field. Um, and I do think that game, putting in week 17, obviously, chef's kiss. Good work, Roger Goodell. I don't think Roger Goodell actually makes the schedule, but um, not going to give him credit for that one. So it, since we know that every single team ends the season on a division game, yeah, what do you want to bet the division game is in L.A.? Yeah, I I think that that would probably be, I, they're probably going to do the first. They've done that a lot though, haven't they? Where the first game has been in Kansas City, they did it last year, where the first game is in Kansas City. But the the first year that Herbert started, I believe, was in L.A. Week, yeah, it was like week two, week it one, was maybe? two or three. Yeah, it, it was it was super early, and I mean even Chargers, even the Chargers players didn't expect Herbert to start. That was a Weird circumstance. I don't think we talk about enough. Tyrod Taylor's getting his long puncture. Right. Uh, it worked out. It worked out. Girl. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought that, that that instance, what a butterfly effect, um, would lead to Trevor Lawrence being in the in the AFC division. It's so that was like the first game too. Because again, I I wasn't I wasn't super big on Herbert coming out of Oregon. Of right? course, which yeah. A lot of people had legitimate re- right. reasons for that, which we then later found out were not Herbert's fault. <laughs> Definitely yeah. the Oregon coaching staff's fault. Um, but like like that first game where he came out like not even getting any starter reps and just like throwing bombs, we're like, whoa, <laughs> this might be a thing, <laughs> right? Right. And it's like you know he's doing like fifty fifty yard bombs down the field, and Chiefs fans like, wait a minute, no, only we're allowed to do that. What what is this? Right. <laughs> You're not supposed to be able to do that. Only we can do. That. Yeah. Uh, no. But uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Black Friday game for the first time. Ever the NFL is having a Black Friday game, kind of encroaching on the uh, college football territory. As a college football guy myself, I'm not too keen on that. I think I would like to keep uh, <laughs> keep them separated, right? I'd like to have my days. I don't want to have to split my attention. Uh, I don't have to want to have to watch. Uh, who were the Jets playing that day? I actually don't know what the Black Friday game is. Um, I want to say look. Jets and Ravens, but I don't think that's right. It's, I know it's Jets. Uh, yeah, Dolphins, Jets. Dolphins Jets. That's what it was. Dolphins got a lot of pub today. That is a good matchup on paper. I know. Well, again, that's Black Friday. That's going to be like week 14, 13, around that at Buffalo. uh, Yeah, it's usually week 12 or week 13, depending on where where Thanksgiving falls in the the calendar, right? Yeah. Um, So that is an impactful matchup. Obviously, when it comes to the AFCs, but also when it comes to AFC seeding, because we expect right. both teams to be in playoff contention. That yeah. being said, if you got to choose between watching Mizzou and watching Dolphins Jets, you're probably going to watch Mizzou. I got to watch Mizzou take on the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks of Arkansas, uh, which <laughs> they always they always that's their game on Black Friday. Uh, you can't encroach on that sacred territory for me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean uh, that takes me into my other point: the Jets. They uh they host the Chiefs, but Aaron Rodgers has yet to play Patrick Mahomes. They the Chiefs have played the Packers, I think Really? Three times? Every time it's been Jordan Love. Have has one of them been hurt each time? Uh yeah. Wow. The first time I believe Patrick was hurt and he didn't play. How about four there was years the kneecap ago. thing, right? Yeah. That was the that was the Matt Moore game. They lost that game. And they beat the Vikings, I think, later that year. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, I think, got COVID just before that they played the time before. I think that was the whole 
right. The whole immunized yeah, thing. Um, yeah. And it was a disaster. It was a Jordan Love disaster class. That was Jordan yes. Love's first game. You're right. And they put Jordan Love's mom way up in the, t- <laughs> in the, in the nosebleed. So what do you want to bet the Packers <laughs> put, like, Brittany and all of them, like, outside, last row, metal bleachers? <laughs> On a catwalk <laughs> in a Lambeau field. <laughs> they give them prime seating in the parking lot. <laughs> you want from... The house down the road uh, <laughs> from Lambo. No, I, so that's an interesting matchup to me. The Jets and uh, the Chiefs there with could be potentially, listen, again, health willing. I think you might want to push this one up a little bit because of health. Um, <laughs> because with Aaron Rodgers, I don't know about that guy. Because he's kind of old. So we'll see with that one. That's an interesting matchup uh, that I kind of had circled. And another one that's an away game for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes has, this year, can beat every single NFL team in his career if he beats the Minnesota Vikings. That'll be on the road against the Fighting Kirk Cousins and Justin Jeffersons. Then he will have a victory against, I guess not all because he plays for the Chiefs. I guess all well, possible I say, what You know, when is he getting traded to the Titans? You know, buddy. If but he can complete the Infinity Gauntlet. So he can, uh, so he can back up Will Levis. Yeah, so what's when he's like thirty seven, you know, yeah. back from the little finally. All right, Patrick, you can you can go. <laughs> go back up Will. Franchise quarterback over there. So I will say this. Let me let me let me just let's just say worst case scenario. I'm knocking on all the wood right now. Yep, I'm with you. Worst case scenario. Something happens. The Chiefs just have an unbelievably unfortunate season. Okay. They get the first overall pick. Hmm. We know Caleb's coming out. I'm not saying would you take Caleb over Patrick Mahomes. But I am saying you're going to get offers for one or the other. Which do you think is higher? Oh. I don't know. I think you got to take the, the trade. I think you trade the number one pick, obviously. But, like, but what well, do you think? The offers are the contract, right? <laughs> considering the contract, that's the thing. Ah, that's which a... one do you think gets more picks? I think probably Mahomes gets more picks, you would think. But that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a million dollars. That's a lot of money that you have to write a check and put into an escrow account uh, for an owner to do. Ah, that's it. I mean, that's tough. I mean, I you, I think the Chiefs would obviously uh, they'd obviously trade the first round pick. Because... No, yeah, I'm not saying they would. Tra- they would never trade Mahomes. I'm just curious. No, no, no. About- and the offers. I, I don't think that I the, the first uh, the number one overall pick has been so I don't want to say overvalued. Maybe I do want to say overvalued. It's been because there's been like some trades that have gone down. And just like wow, that's a lot of compensation for that. Like the Bears made out like bandits and drafted a guy that they probably you know would have wanted anyway. And, and if you think the the Bryce Young compensation was a lot, just wait until you see the Caleb Williams compensation. Like it's gonna be biblical ridiculous amounts of picks. Is Zura player worth that much? Outside of he is. Homes. Well, Patrick is, right? But again, Patrick's already making a lot of money. So I think yeah. that that's what plays into the compensation, right? But, you know, knowing what we know about, what knowing what we know about Patrick now, if, you know, the, the number 10 pick back then, we go back to that moment, every GM is aware of what Mahomes is and that pick is for sale. There are teams that legitimately, I'm not even kidding, would give up 
their entire draft for the next three years. And it would be worth it. Draft day it. Give them number one. Oh, 100%. Years. I would sleep like a baby. You think I need picks? No. <laughs> I need that guy. I watched that movie for the first time this year. And I thought, when he drafted the linebacker number one overall after trading three first rounders, I said, what is going on? Steve Kimes said this was real? What is going on? Kevin Costner just doing rails in the bathroom before every single round. I I love the movie, though. Like, it's an awful movie, but I just enjoyed every second of it. It's the Sharknado of sports movies. Like, that's what it is, man. It's so good. And then there's just a random love story intertwined in the middle of it. You're just like, <laughs> for no reason. So out of place, but. Doesn't need to be there. Kevin Gosner getting with, was it Jennifer Gardner, right? Uh, yeah. Harry and Foster's in it just because. And yeah. he's like playing college student. It's like, you are a 37-year-old man. <laughs> like, you are not a college kid. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go watch that movie right now just because I want to <laughs> have a good laugh. No, it's. Oh, and they're like, wait, let me scout this kid now. 12 hours before the draft. <laughs> oh, no one came to his birthday party? Get him out of here. Come on. I wish it was really like that. Apparently to Steve Kime, it really was like that. So. Oh, God. I Surprise. Just... Yeah. Man, I'm going to keep my mouth shut on Steve Kime. That's fine. Yeah, no, we, don't touch, we don't have to touch that one. <laughs> we don't have to touch that one. Brett, I appreciate you joining me. Uh, You know, We've really covered the whole gamut of what's going on in the NFL right now. Uh, what game overall are you most looking forward to uh, before I let you go on the schedule release, just matchup-wise? Uh, Eagles-Chiefs. Just because best team in the AFC, best team in the NFC. Round two. Let's do it. You know, yeah, Not for all the marbles, but I think it could very well be a, a Super Bowl rematch preview. Right? It's like it's not a sequel. It's like a halfway sequel. Right, yeah. Lion King one and a half, you know? It's yeah. Kind of, yeah, it's like, a, I like it. They, they, they had a heck of a draft. They had a good offseason. The Hurts deal is, I think, so good for the team in Jalen Hurts. I love it. I mean, I, I really do. It's hard for me to hate the Eagles, too. Like, I actually like the Eagles as an organization. They gave us Andy Reid. It's hard to be upset about I know. that. And, and the Eagles, Eagles fans don't really hate the Chiefs either. Yeah. Um, because, again, Andy. They all love Andy. Now, they might hate referees <laughs> and you might hate juju when i don't think they hate right. the chiefs they have every right to hate juju to be fair uh the referees maybe not so much but they they do have every right to uh hate on juju i saw the chiefs announce they're going to the white house like on june 5th the first response was from like an eagles fan that said taking the referees with you too or something like that and i said <laughs> well played well played but Brett, appreciate you taking some time out of your uh, your busy day, your busy schedule to hang out and talk some NFL schedule release for uh, for a little bit. So appreciate it. Appreciate everybody watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you're watching the video on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, follow along if you are listening to the audio platform on your favorite audio platform. We really do appreciate that. If you like the show, make sure to give us five stars and leave a rating if you want to tell us something uh, that, that, that we do, that we like. We really appreciate uh, those kind words. To keep us going in times like this. It's a little slow period, but listen, football is around the corner. We're going to have a schedule here pretty soon. So until then, we'll be back with more schedule breakdowns. You you bet your bottom dollar that we're going to have the, the schedule release covered here at KCSN, so make sure you stay tuned. We'll be back again soon. I'll talk to you later.
Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.